Good evening, Chicago. Happy New Year. You're listening to Inspirational Perspective. I'm your host, Linnell Harris, Chicago's very own life coach. Inspirational Perspective on your radio is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. And so I ask you on this very first Saturday of 2017, are you living the best life possible? And do you know your purpose on the planet? And if you do, are you living a life fully aligned with that purpose? So that's why you're tuned in. And that's what we'll be talking about. So thank you guys for joining. Hey, 2017 has already been a great year for me. I'm curious about how it's been for you. And um, are you slaying your goals in 2017? Hey, there's no secret that when a new year starts, many of us are setting resolutions and goals. I shared it in 2016. Resolutions don't work. I told you why they don't work. And tonight, I want to tap into why we should be setting full goals and creating plans in terms of what we look to create and how we live our lives. But if you're not quite sure what I'm talking about when I say slay your goals, let me fill you in. Because right towards the end of 2016, I dropped an ebook called Slay Your Goals, actually on Christmas Eve. In dropping this ebook, there was a lot of conversation about it. As a matter of fact, for those of you who haven't had the opportunity to download the book, it's a free download that you can get by going to slayyourgoals.com. And so if you haven't already, make sure you do it. Matter of fact, do it tonight. Now, want to make 2017 your monumental, pivotal, turning point year? Download the book. It's free. It's free. And then after you download the book, read the book. And after you read the book, follow what I say. And I can guarantee you that you will have a year that you've never had before, period. Okay? So tonight, the plan is to continue building on how we can set and achieve goals. All right? Set and achieve goals. And I see people on Facebook Live, Periscope, saying download it. So thank you so much. That's excellent, excellent. So here's the first thing I want to do. If you've read the book and you have questions, then what you should do is give me a phone call right now. Because here's, here's what I know. One of the phone calls I got actually uh, this week. So young lady, she emailed me. And then we got into an email conversation. Finally, I'm like, you know what? Let's just talk. And in talking, she was having a hard time gaining clarity on her goal. And one of the things I said in the third chapter, I talk about fear and how fear gets us stuck, how it makes things more complicated than what it should be. And what I'm noticing for some of you, you're setting goals, you're moving forward, but you're finding that you're getting stuck in certain places. And if you're getting stuck and you're listening tonight, then this is your opportunity to call in and get unstuck. Now, there's going to be some resistance to this because whenever you're trying to do something that's going to move your life forward, then there's always resistance. So I know the first thing somebody's thinking to themselves is, well, I'm, I'm not about to call in. 
put myself on blast. Hopefully somebody else will call in and ask the question that I have, and then maybe I'll get what I need. But what if that doesn't happen? Are you going to leave your 2017 to chance, or are you going to take the opportunity, make the phone call, and get what you need this evening? All right, so I'm telling you guys, if you have questions, if you've read the book, if you're stuck somewhere, give me a phone call. And I know you guys have questions because on Perry's show last week, Friday, we spent a good portion of the hour helping you all affirm your goals. And one of the things I noticed in helping you all affirm your goals, I gave very clear instructions, okay? When you create an affirmation, an affirmation is from the future. So it's as if it's happened. And affirmations do not have negative superlatives. Well, Linnell, what is a negative superlative? A negative superlative is, you know, saying what you're not going to do in the future, okay? So the word not is a negative superlative. Anything, not, no, can't, all those things are negative superlatives. And one of the things I noticed, even though we talked about it and I helped people set these affirmations, they still showed up. And so it was interesting because as I was, as I was driving home that Friday, I was thinking to myself, wow, okay, I gave the instructions. So why is it that even after giving instructions, it's difficult for some of us to even hear our internal language? And so why is it so difficult for us to hear our internal language? And... Right away, I was thinking, if we program ourselves, if we program ourselves to think in terms of what we cannot do, and to think in terms of what I will not do, then it's going to show up in our language. It's going to show up in how we think. It's going to show up in what we write. And so, again, tonight, if you're having difficulty, if you're not 100% sure in terms of what it is that you're doing, setting your goals, etc. then by all means, please give me a phone call. And don't wait until the end of the show. And also, don't worry about whether or not your question is good enough because every question is a good question. So this is part eight, part eight of the Slay Your Goals series. And tonight, the topic is new beginnings, new beginnings, And one of the other things I'll be talking about is you get out what you put in. You get out what you put in. So there's three fundamental questions that I want to ask. Okay. And those questions are, what did you accomplish in 2016? What did you accomplish in 2016? For those of you who don't follow me on social media, one of the things that I do is I have a Thursday thought and a Monday motivation. And Thursday's thought this past week, The topic was fueling yourself for 2017. And one of the things I talked about was the importance of getting very clear on what you accomplished the year before. Because what happens is, and again, I talked earlier about this negative mindset, this negative self-talk, and how it really interrupts our ability to move forward. And a little bit later in the show, we're going to talk about belief and why belief is so important in goal setting. But In terms of accomplishments, one of the things that we need to do is get really clear on where we're winning. And so I talked about this on Thursday. 
Um, if you want to be, if you want to be a part of these uh, Thursday thoughts, Monday motivations, all you have to do is follow me on Periscope at Linnell Harris or follow me on Facebook at Linnell Harris, and you you'll have the opportunity to join me live and have these conversations. But in terms of fueling yourself, one of the things we don't do a good job of is getting very clear about where we're winning. Because when you're clear about where you're winning, then that allows you, that gives you the fuel to take more risk. And as human beings, we're risk averse. I've talked about this ad nauseum, okay? We're risk averse. We do not like to lose. We do not like failure. I talk about it in the book. And because we don't like failure, then typically we try to stay safe. And our only focus is on surviving. So if you set an audacious goal, and this audacious goal is going to take you somewhere where you have to make a significant risk, if you're not clear about where you're winning or where you have won, then you won't have the fuel. So what have you accomplished in 2016? Are you clear? Have you made a list? Have you identified where you've won? And how you can use the tactics and the strategies for that win and the goals that you set for 2017. That's one question. The next question I have is, what did you learn? What did you learn? You know, I'll tell you guys that often what happens, often what happens is we learn lessons, big lessons. But because we don't do a good job in really gaining clarity on what we learned, we repeat the same mistakes over and over again. So what did you learn in 2016 that you can take with you in 2017 that actually will make you better? That's the second question. And then the third question is, how will you use what you've accomplished and what you've learned in 2017? How will you use that to fuel your 2017? So again, if you have an answer to those questions or if you just want to have a conversation about setting goals, then give me a phone call. All right. Well, I'll just get started. Here we are. It's 2017. Okay. And another year has started. And I'm going to tell you guys, it's hard to believe that 2016 came so, you know, it's coming on so quickly. It's like time's flying by. And if you're anything like me, you have things that you want to accomplish. Like you have goals. There's somewhere you want to be. And basically, I, I look at time like this. I see time basically as steps that take me closer and closer to where I want to go. Now, here's the thing. If time is like a step and we take 2017 and we make that another step, then what are you going to do? in 2017 that will actually allow you to progress, to actually move higher than you were in 2016? And I think doing do is the main question because one of the things that slows almost all of us down is the ability to take purposeful action. And I have a whole chapter dedicated to purposeful action, okay? And so what are you going to do? What action will you take in 2017 that will actually allow you to take another step in your life? Because, again, time is moving, right? One of the things I talked about in the past is the ability to have revolutionary patience in terms of your goals. Because one of the reasons many of us give up is because it's going to take a while. 
it means that I'm going to have to invest a lot of time into where I want to be and where I want to go. And what I've said as an answer to that is that time is going to move by anyway. So why not have a goal? Why not set an audacious goal and just go after it? Put the time into it and take the actions you need to take to ensure that you can move forward. But that leads me to another question. Did you accomplish what you planned to achieve last year? Did you accomplish everything that you said you would do last year? Because if you did, then you're taking that step I'm talking about. But if you didn't, that means that you're stagnant. And there's a few reasons for that. And one of the main reasons is procrastination. And the source of procrastination is fear. You want to jump all the way down to the source. It's because you're scared. And I know there's some big dudes out there. Look, I ain't scared. Yes, you are. You're scared. Because if you wasn't scared, you'd be taking action. You'd be taking action. So what are the actions that you know you should be taking that you're not taking? And what is the consequence of that? Okay, I got Juan. Juan, you're on there. How are you this this evening? Hey, I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm well. Hey, I wanted to uh, thank you. I called in to uh, Perry's show. Okay, I remember you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You gave me a nice uh, kind of put into summary of what one of my goals that I was working on. Was it affirmation? I believe we uh, you called yeah. in when we were working through affirmations. Absolutely. Yeah, I remember that. definitely. Yep. Um, for 2016, uh, another one of my goals was related to um, reading more books. Okay. And I, I think I definitely have... Uh, probably read the most books I've read in a while, and uh, I've done that by watching less TV. And you're actually kind of related to extending that goal into 2017. Okay, okay. One of the books is uh, that I'm reading right now is from Napoleon Hill. Which one? Think and Grow Rich. Man, that is, that's one of my top three. Love that book. And right now I'm working on procrastination. And um, the second book is uh, your book. I actually downloaded it. And I'm uh, when I finish Think and Grow, I'm headed right to your book. Okay. All right. Wow. I come right behind Napoleon Hill. I feel honored, brother. That's what's and, up. And um, one of the goals, kind of piggybacking off of the, that, is uh, digging into my uh, subconscious. I have no doubt that... Um, if I could start tapping into that, that, uh, you know, big things are on the horizon for me. So a couple of things. I want to come back to the subconscious real quick because I want to make sure the listeners understand what you're saying. But last year you said you set a goal to read more. Yes. And, and you actually accomplished that goal. Yes. And you did one of the things I called out in the book. I don't even know if you, if you uh, noticed it, but in Chapter 4, Chapter 4 is what will you stop? And and what I heard you say is I read more than I ever have and I watched less TV. So in terms of how I think, what you did is you started reading and you stopped watching TV. Right. Is is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And the reason I wanted to pull it out is because a lot of people listening, you know, heard me and Perry walking through these different tips. And day four, Thursday, was what will you stop? And – Here it is. You accomplished something in 2016. So that's an accomplishment. That's a win. And I asked, what will you learn? And I'm guessing already you you already learned that if you want to read more, if you really, really want to improve yourself, 
one of the first things that has to go is television. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Okay. All right, so let, let's talk about the subconscious real quick. I want to. So when you when you said you're working on your subconscious, what do you mean? So you know, you you helped me formulate a uh, affirmation statement. Is that how you called it? Yep, yep. So that statement is one of the statements that I've you know uh, reading you know twice a day and reading it. I'm reading you know my desire and those desires. I'm thinking you know deeply passionately and i know if i get that into my subconscious that my actions will make those goals come to fold you know it will give me the creativity to take it to the next level and i I just i mean i i get it it just feels you know it feels right and it makes sense there you go hey juan thanks so much for the phone call brother thanks a lot yep hey let me tell you something about what he just said in terms of subconscious I don't what what year was that, Emmanuel? I did a lot of talking about inputs, outputs. Twenty fourteen? Okay. I got I got Emmanuel in the uh in the studio with me. Emmanuel works works for me. And uh he he he's heard all my audio. <laughs> so he said twenty fourteen I talked a lot about inputs, outputs. Now let, let me talk about the reason why twenty fourteen, that's what you said, right? Tw- okay. Twenty fourteen? Twenty fifteen. Okay. All right. Now, here's the reason why I spent a good portion of the year in 2015 talking about inputs, outputs. Because one of the things I, I don't think we realize is that everything that we consume has an impact on us. And Juan just talked about the subconscious mind. So let's break this down because it's interesting. In December, I was traveling. And uh, when I'm traveling, you know, I meet different people and they're like, you know, who are you? What do you do? Well, I'm a life coach. You're like, well, what's that? What does that mean? And so we get into a conversation about what life coaching is. And right away, we start to get into these abstract conversations about consciousness and subconsciousness. Right. And so I was explaining to a few people the impact that the subconscious mind has on our ability to actually accomplish what it is that we want to accomplish. And here's the example I gave. Many of us don't realize that. Almost everything we do, everything we do, we're doing unconsciously, subconsciously. Let me give you an example. When you get up in the morning to go to work, you're not thinking about your routine in detail. You know, and I'll just run through my routine. First thing I do when I get up, I go to the bathroom, I brush my teeth, I handle my biological business, and then I go get 20 ounces of water, I drink water, I stretch. After I stretch, I go down to my office and I, I meditate. Okay, now, the only conscious thing that I'm probably doing in my morning is the decision to go meditate every time. It's a conscious decision because there's a lot of resistance to it, because I can think of a thousand things to do before I meditate for 20 minutes. Okay, that's the only conscious decision. Brushing my teeth was unconscious. Biological functions are unconscious. Drinking water is unconscious. It's a habit at this point. Okay, now. Where did I get it from? I got it from inputs. And I'll tell you, I shifted my entire morning routine on purpose by listening to audio about the most successful people that I know in the world, their morning routines. So this is how I shifted my morning routine. I put the input in, and then what ended up coming out was this subconscious action, 
right? Almost like this unconscious action of my morning routine. Now, let's switch it up, okay? If you have a habit of watching a particular show, you know, matter of fact, let's take language. You know, let's talk, let's talk about foul language when people, you know, curse and they don't mean to curse. It cracks me up when people curse and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. And they don't really understand why they said it. The reason why you said it is because it's an input. If you're listening to lots of music or lots of audio or other people who curse a lot and that's what's in your space and it's an input, then guess what? It's going to be an output. It's going to happen. You know, somebody's going to, you're going to stub your toe and it's going to come out. Ah, period. It's an input. And you might say, well, I'm not listening to that. You know, nobody around me is talking like that. Wait a second. Are you talking to yourself like that? Is it, you know, internal dialogue that you're having that actually is playing in your mind? Because there's no greater input than the input that you have in your own head and the self-talk that you have. If there's anything that messes up, it messes us up, it's our self-talk. So when Juan brought up the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind is a critical key to your ability to slay your goals, which is one of the reasons why tip number five is daily affirming your goals. Because if you put the input of your goals into your mind in a conscious way twice a day, then guess what you're going to be thinking about? And guess what your outputs will be? Your outputs will be actually going after your goals, period. But here's the thing. I don't think y'all believe me. I really don't think people believe me. And I have people say all the time, man, Linnell, like, how did you, you know, how, how do you think like this? You know, how do you, how can you get on the air and talk for an hour like this? How can, you know, how have you achieved the things that you achieve in your life? Because I'm very, very intentional about my inputs. Period. My inputs. Let me tell you something. If somebody had a bug in our house, then this is what they're going to hear. Tony Robbins, Les Brown. I came up from downstairs meditating this morning. And uh, my, I walked into the kitchen. My wife was cooking breakfast. And let, she had Les Brown on. That's how we get down. I mean, those are the inputs. Right. And we I mean, she's cooking and I'm sitting there, you know, talking to her and Les Brown's in the background and we'll stop and be like, what do you say? Oh, wow. That's what's up. Oh, that's cool. I like that. That's a funny story. I'm going to use that. I mean, because those are my inputs. Those are my inputs. What are your inputs? What are your inputs? Because if you're not putting into yourself the things that you want to come out, then it's not going to come out. Look, you can read my book a hundred times. All right. You can read my book a hundred times. But if you're not backing that up with your affirmations, if you're not backing that up with other inputs, listening to this show, listening to other motivators, other things that motivate and inspire you, you're still going to have a hard time being successful, period. You got to switch your inputs. So thanks for that phone call, Juan. I can keep going, but I'm not. Because I want to talk more about your goals. But I got another phone call here. Sylvester, how are you, brother? Doing all right, brother. What's good with you? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Mr. Ross. I know that voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We go back, man. We go back. Definitely want to talk to you, man. Um, congratulations with everything. But, hey, I got some goals, and I want your help. So, okay. Let's, 
We'll see what's happening. I would like to start. I got a I got a goal of uh, a health goal, like everybody has traditionally at the beginning of the year. Um, a financial goal, also, okay. and um, long term would probably be a, a relationship goal. Okay. Uh, fam- family and kids. Okay. All right. And have you have you created your goal statements? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I've started. I've decided what I was willing to give up to obtain those goals, and the things that it would take for me to get those, get to those goals. Okay. So, get, so, so, give me an example of one. Are you willing to share one? You don't have. Oh, to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. So, what would you say is one of your most critical goals of the, of those three: health, relationship, finances? Which um. Of those three, right now, the one that's probably the most important to me right now will probably be the health. Okay. Because it's tied into another goal, which is to um, finish my fitness certification and start my own fitness business. Okay. So uh, what's the goal statement? Do you have in front of you? My No, I do not have the goal statement okay. in front of me. Okay. Uh, maybe you can help me with that. Okay. So let, let, me, let me ask you this. Does the goal have the experience that you want to have at the end of the year? And here's, here's what I mean. So a goal statement basically has, you know, you have the overall objective, right? But then, based on the objective, what is the experience you want to have, let's say, by this time in 2018? Does it include that? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Okay. That's a good idea. All right. So so make sure that you're doing that with your goal. Those of you who are listening, make sure that when you're setting your goals that you're actually including some experiential sort of uh, statement in there as well. And uh, here's why that's important, everybody. Because we are emotional beings, right? Hey, and Sylvester, you're you're a man, you're a grown man. But believe it or not, you're emotional, my brother. Uh, no, Just like Carl Thomas. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I, I'm well aware of this. Right. So, so when you set an experiential component in your goals, it's something that actually taps into your emotions. That makes it matter to you. And one of the reasons we don't reach our goals is because our statements are more intentional than actual goal experiential statements. So you, you want to make sure that your goal statement is not just an intention, but it's the intention and the experience together because by combining the experience with an emotion, now you have something that will fuel you because we're not robots and intention is not going to do it all by itself. So does that help brother? Yes, it does. So this, this would be along the lines of the starting it off with the, I am happy and grateful part. No, no, this is the goal. This is the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the affirmation. This is the goal. So let me give you an example. In terms of health, as a matter of fact, let me, let me, I think I might have my my goal statement around my well-being here. So let me give you an example. All right. So here's my goal for my well-being. Okay. So my health. To source my mind and spirit, fully care for my body and explore its possibilities and play basketball at my highest and best levels as a mature adult. That is my well-being goal for 2017. Now, notice I have the objective in there, right, to source my mind and spirit, fully care for my body, right, fully care for my body, 
Mm-hmm. So that is the objective component of it, right? The, the the goal itself, and then the experience is, you know, to explore the possibilities of my body and play basketball at my highest and best levels as a mature adult. So the experience for me is by the at the end of 2017, I'll actually be able to see a shift, not only in my basketball game, but in my physical possibilities. Okay. Now, okay. that's inspirational to me, right? And I included basketball because, you know, I played basketball in high school, college, et cetera. Matter, matter of fact, you and I played on the same team before. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. That was a while back, man. <laughs> that was a long time ago. I mean, that's a- aging ourselves here. Uh, and now I'm running. And now I'm running and you're hooping. Yeah, that's, yeah I'm, still, I'm still playing ball. But, <laughs> but my point is, notice the experience, right? There's an experience yeah. there for me. So when I read that, it actually fuels something inside me that says, yeah, that's what I want. Now, and here's the thing. That's my goal. So somebody might say, well, that don't fuel me. Well, because you ain't me. So you got to find out what it is for you, Sylvester, that works. Mm-hmm. Does that help, my brother? Oh, yeah, it does. All right, yes, man. Well, have a wonderful evening, and we got to catch up, hey. all right? Oh, yes, we do. Thank you, man. appreciate all it. Right, you're welcome. God bless you. You're welcome. All right. All right. Well, great questions. Thank you guys for calling in. Um, so here's the deal. A new year is a new beginning, and it starts a, a brand-new era. And, and one of the things that it does is it creates a brand-new chapter in the book of our life. I mean, there are blank pages, and right now we're on the seventh page, with this being the seventh day of the chapter called 2017. And the question becomes, the question becomes, what will you do? How will you write this chapter in your life? And are you actually creating an outline for this chapter? The outliner is, are your goals? Are you creating an outline? Are you being intentional about what 2017 will look like? And will 2017 be filled with the demonstrations of faith and perseverance as you pursue your resolutions and goals for this year? Or... Will it be filled with your demonstrations of or your excuses? You know, the excuses we use for why we haven't completed our personal goals or obtained our desires and aspirations. And I'm going to tell you, here are the excuses I hear the most. I'm too busy. I don't have enough time. Oh, I can't get to that right now. Maybe 2018. Procrastination. Disbelief. Oh, I don't think I can do that. Not me. You know, that's that's a big too big for me. I like to do it. Um, Here's the deal. No man or woman is given an idea that they cannot deliver on. Okay, so if you have the idea, that means you can do it. Or get this. You simply go lukewarm on your own goals and dreams. So so, you know, you have this goal, you have this dream, you're fired up about it. But because you don't do anything about it. A month from now, you're like, it'd be cool to do that. Uh, You know, it'd be all right to do that. But you're not really fired up anymore because you didn't move when you were motivated. You didn't move when you were inspired. I talk about that in the book. And so let me tell you something. It's disappointing and it's unfortunate when we allow excuses, the excuses that we make to plague our dreams and create the disease of disbelief. That prevents us from doing the great things that we know we can do. So here's the thing that we have to ask ourselves. 
how do I make sure this doesn't happen? And I'm going to tell you, the secret is simple. One, follow the five tips in the book. <laughs> and it's free. You might be like, man, this, this guy is marketing his book. It's free. It's free. Go to slayyourgoals.com, follow the five tips. And then you have to believe. You have to believe. You know, I can give you five tips. What I can't give you is faith. And I talked about fueling your faith on Thursday on the Coach Scope. Again, you can follow me on Facebook. You can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on YouTube, all those places to get this information. And let me tell you this. Once you believe, then you got you to take this on. You have to execute. And execution takes sacrifice and faith. And then once you begin to execute with your faith, You have to begin to ask yourself the question of, as I start this, what will I stop? Will it be TV? Will it be texting? Will it be Facebook? Will it be Twitter? Whatever it may be for you, you have to fill in the blank. What is your Achilles heel? What is making it impossible for you to go after your goals? Kill that thing, slay that thing, so you can slay your goals. So, One of the questions I'm going to leave you with tonight is what will your 2017 sacrifice be? What are you sacrificing? You know, in old school days, they used to have, if they wanted something, they had to put something on the altar. They had to sacrifice something. And I I think a lot of us, we think it's all magic. I'm going to get everything I want, and I'm not going to sacrifice anything. Uh Uh-uh. That's not true. You're going to have to make a sacrifice. Do you have a goal? that you want so bad that you're willing to make a sacrifice. And if you don't have a goal like that, then okay. That means you're not dreaming big enough. But if you're dreaming big enough, if you're pushing yourself, then you got a goal that you want, and you want this goal so bad that you're willing to make a sacrifice. And I'm going to tell you something. Here's the biggest problem for most of us. We like ourselves too much. We don't want to suffer. We don't want to struggle. We don't want to do anything that makes us uncomfortable. And because we don't want to be uncomfortable, we don't grow. And because we don't grow, 2017 can end up for us the same way 2016 did. So the question is, what will you sacrifice in 2017 to make this a great year? Because once you know your sacrifice, you'll be even more equipped to take the next step towards belief that you can achieve this thing If you put your mind to it and you take the actions and I'm going to tell you something, belief is one of the key components to getting anything done. Bob Ross said the secret to doing anything is believing you can do it. I'm going to tell you, I believe 2017 is going to be an amazing year for me. Do you? I believe it's going to be an amazing year for me because I already know what I'm sacrificing. I know what I'm taking off the table. I know I'm not going to be able to make it to everybody's social event. I know I'm not going to be at every party, but guess what? I guarantee you when December 31st comes and the bell is ringing, I will have accomplished what I mean to accomplish in 2017. Will you? So that's our show for tonight. Hey, I'm hoping that you're stirred. I'm hoping that you're motivated. I'm hoping that you're inspired. And let me tell you something. If you haven't hit resistance yet, it's coming because most people quit by next week. So what are you going to do? What's your sacrifice? Don't quit because quitting is the only way you cannot achieve your goals. I'm Linnell Harris. 
This is Inspirational Perspective. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. Love all of you. And as always, slay your goals, get inspired. It's a lifestyle choice.